Hey everyone, just before we get started here, I wanted to thank everybody that sent in emails with uh, suggestions and qualms, uh, and just address a point from our first episode on Impressionism, uh, when I said that people would have seen the Alla Prima technique before on an episode of Bob Ross. Uh, of course, the show is titled The Joy of Painting, and Bob Ross is our favorite painter. Just thanks for that clarification. That one is for you, Callum in Edinburgh. All right, on with this week's show. Hello, and welcome to Two Dudes Doing Trivia. I'm Oda Tuttle. And I'm Bonesaw. This week we have a minigame for you in addition to Rapid Fire. What is the minigame this week? So we're going to do a Who Am I question before our Rapid Fire questions this week. Who Am I question is one person. We will ask four increasingly easy questions for decreasing amounts of points. Yeah, I'm a big fan of these uh, Who Am I questions. I first came across them when I was playing for my Reach for the Top high school trivia team. Uh, So we're going to try and continue that tradition here. Looking forward to it. Who'd like to start? Uh, I'm a little bit nervous about mine, so I'll start, I think. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And then you can ask me who you are. Perfect. Hit me with that Who Am I? Okay, level one for four points. While Frank Sinatra's rendition of New York, New York is more famous, both his and my renditions were adopted by Yankee Stadium in 1980. They used to play Frank's version after a win and my version following a loss. Who am I? Marvin Gaye. It is not Marvin Gaye. I would have been very impressed if you nailed the four-pointer on this one. (laughs) For three points. A world-famous American actress, singer, dancer, and choreographer. My career spans from 1949 to present. I've been married four times to Peter Allen, Jack Haley Jr., Mark Giro, and David Jest. Who am I? Marilyn Monroe. It would be really strange if Marilyn Monroe's career went to present. Not (laughs) Marilyn Monroe. Okay, for two points. Technically, I was on screen three years before my filmography would have you believe, because my mother, the famous Judy Garland, was filming in 1946 while she was pregnant with me. Liza Minnelli. That is correct. Nice. Great questions. Yeah. And then my one pointer was, when he was young, I used to babysit Ron Howard, which is how I came to portray (laughs) the zany Lucille Ostero in his cult popular sitcom starting in 2003. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you got that on two points. That's that's kind of what I'm aiming for is like, I don't want you to get it first because that's not good for anybody. And I don't uh, and I don't want you to leave me hanging on the one pointer thinking I was writing a bad question. So uh, now I'm nervous. Okay, my four pointer will be very, it will not be very specific. It will not help you in the right direction at all. But let's just go for it. We'll see what happens. How about that? That sounds good. Okay. In 1919, I lived in Toronto and worked as a freelancer and staff writer for the Toronto Star Weekly. And when I moved to Chicago in 1920, I continued to write stories for the Toronto Star. Hmm. Alex Trebek. No. For three points. When I moved to Paris, I met Gertrude Stein, James Joyce, Ezra Pound, and Pablo Picasso, and I filed 88 more stories for the Toronto Star. Oh, boy. Jack Kerouac. Oh man, that's way too early for Jack Kerouac. No, not Jack Kerouac. For two points. In World War I, I served as an ambulance driver in Italy, and in my first day, I retrieved the remains of workers following a munitions factory explosion. Hmm. Pierre Trudeau? No. 
for one point. My works include, in our time, The Sun Also Rises, A Farewell to Arms, and For Whom the Bell Tolls. Okay, um... Uh, it's one of those things that I know the answer to. It's the sun also rises is going to give it to me. Um, and when you said that, I was immediately thinking Sun Tzu, but that is not where my mind should go. <laughs> oh my god, Hemingway. That's right, Ernest Hemingway. He was born in Toronto. No, no, he lived in Toronto. He moved oh, to he Toronto, Toronto in 1919, and he worked for the Toronto Star, and he moved to Paris, and he still wrote for the Toronto Star, and he I did moved not back, know and he kept writing for the Toronto Star. <laughs> That's super interesting. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, the great one. Um, I mean, I would, I'd have been really disappointed myself if I didn't get Ernest Hemingway off of those major titles of his. Yeah, the first, um, the first question wasn't too, uh, too helpful i don't think but learning you know work in progress learning process so this is gonna be pretty good pretty fun to write yeah i like those ones and uh looking back like 1919 all of my guesses were just not in the right time zone yeah uh well i mean pierre trudeau like he would have been like a young yeah. man in 1919 maybe uh i don't know when he was born but it, yeah probably the right era anyway uh, okay, so you got two points and I got one point. So now we'll do 20 rapid fire questions and we'll add those scores together. So you have the one point advantage. Okay, and 20 rapid fire in three minutes, we should say. So in previous That's episodes, right, we're reducing the time. In previous episodes, we're doing 25 in four minutes. We're doing 20 in three minutes for the kind of truncated version. And um, for anyone who's really math savvy, that means that the time pressure is more on in this episode. By a very small percentage, but we might feel it. <laughs> okay. Bonesaw, are you ready? Bonesaw is ready. I have a timer in front of me. I am ready to start. You are ready to start. So let's start in three, two, one. How many lines are in a limerick? Five. Correct. Heat waves been faking me out. Can't make you happier now. Are lyrics in a chart-topping single by what band? Silk Sonic. Glass animals. In real estate, what term describes the value homeowners put into their homes by doing renovations or improvements themselves? Uh, uh, sweat equity. Correct. Three European countries' names all start and end with the same letter. What letter? A? Correct. In rugby, the Freedom Cup is contested annually between New Zealand and which other country? Australia. South Africa. The, two, mm. the 2022 Grammy Album of the Year Award went to the album We Are. Whose album? I have no idea. John Baptist. Almont, Ontario is the birthplace of which inventor of basketball? Uh, James Naismith. Correct. In Euler's formula, E raised to the I pi plus one equals what? Zero. Correct. Professor Robert Langdon is a character in Angels and Demons, Inferno, and The Da Vinci Code, works by which author? Dan Brown. Correct. In Modern Fencing, what is the only discipline where the entire body is a valid target? Uh, Epe. Correct. Provide the name and reignal number of the monarch who preceded Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, I hate the royal family. Um, 
Edward the Third. George the Sixth. <laughs> Edward the Third. Uh, Talc is the softest at one, and Diamond is the hardest at Mose. ten. Correct. Gary Gygax and Dave Arneson were the original designers of what fantasy tabletop role-playing game? Dungeons and Dragons. Correct. How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb is the subtitle. Provide the common title of the Stanley Kubrick film. Um. Uh, Doctor. Strangelove. Correct. The fictional municipality of Pawnee, Indiana is at the center of what Parks TV and Recreation. Series? Correct. The what colorless, low-viscosity liquid is widely used as a coolant and can be represented as LN2. Liquid nitrogen. Correct. Baku is the capital of which Asian country? Azerbaijan. Correct. Unusual among amphibians in that they reach adulthood without undergoing metamorphosis is what salamander endemic to Mexico? Uh, axolotl. Correct. What British pop septet cons consisted of members Bradley, Hannah, Joe, John, Paul, Rachel, and Tina? Take that. S Club 7. The first Winter oh. Olympics were held in 1924 in which French commune? Um, uh, Saint something, I think. Pass. Chamonix. And that oh, Chamonix. is your questions and your time. You actually did it in perfect time. Oh, that was a sweaty one. That was, it felt more condensed for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, I felt like I did okay though. I think you did pretty damn well. So let's do a quick tally. Okay, the score is in and Bonesaw, you got 14 out of 20. And adding to your one from the mini game and before the Who Am I will put you at 15 total points this episode. All right. I'm happy with that. Um, I'm glad you asked me about a Winter Olympics that was more than 80 years ago because of my hubris in last in one of the last episodes when I said I could name all the Winter Olympic sites in the last 80 years. Uh, I was thinking of Albertville. I don't know why I thought there was a Saint. Albertville, in yeah, that was... Uh, uh, did they, I don't know if they hosted it only once or twice, but Albertville was in the 90s, right? Uh, right yeah, right after Barcelona? It was 92. There is a... Uh, I think there's a French city that hosted twice, isn't there? Oh, or was boy. It, <laughs> am I thinking about Lake Placid? Did Lake Placid host twice? Lake in, Placid in probably hosted twice. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I haven't reviewed the Olympic City, so hopefully you're not asking any for me. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not. But uh, maybe I need to review the Olympic Cities myself. Hey, so quick clarification on that: Albertville only hosted once in 1992. Uh, Lake Placid did, in fact, host the Olympics twice. And I got tripped up thinking about Saint Moritz, which is actually in Switzerland. And on the complete opposite side of the country from France, very close to Italy, so there's no excuse for that one. Sorry to all my Olympic experts. Okay, back to the show. So, uh, Heat Waves is a song we've talked about a couple of times, and Glass Animals is part of that. And it's actually something I spoke to my partner about recently, and he said that Heat Waves is a really old song, and he's so surprised it's coming out on the radio now, because he's been listening to it forever. Yeah, you've mentioned Glass Animals a number of times in the last couple of weeks, and I should have clued in that there's <laughs> something coming on Glass Animals. Um, I, I've actually heard um, a number of Glass Animals songs, too. I just, nah, it, I couldn't have So got for there. three European countries' names that all start and end with A, how many did you get to before deciding it's probably A? Albania, blank, blank, blank. <laughs> I better just say A. That's what, that's what my thought process was there. Um, let me see if I can think of them now, though. Uh, I mean, I really can't even. It's one mm. micro and one normal, or one micro, one full size. <laughs> it's one one of them's a micro country. 
Um, is Armenia in Europe? It is not. You're looking okay. at Andorra. Ah, Andorra. And okay. Austria. I kind of just forgot Austria was a country, I guess. I mean, Austria is a tougher one a bit because it starts with like with an A and ends with an A. Uh. It doesn't start with an A uh and an A, uh, you know? <laughs> That's true. Linguistically difficult. Um, The James Naismith question. Not that it's a difficult question, but... I was driving through Almont a few weekends ago, and I drove by James Naismith's house, or his birthplace, or whatever, and it was just a giant plaque. It said, James Naismith. I was like, oh, yes, I forgot that he's from Ontario. And That's right. Near to here. Um, did you guess Ape, or you you know some stuff about fencing? Uh, it was a guess, for sure. I do, I'm not even going to pretend like I know a lot about fencing. Um, I just know that there's a, an Ape, and there's a saber, and then there's another type, or another sword that they use. Foil. A foil, that's right, yeah. So I just picked one. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good guess then. So Edward III, do you want to guess how many centuries off you were? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, hundreds of years probably. Yeah, Edward III was king in... Uh, king of England from Jan January 1327. So he was the king of England before Queen Elizabeth II, though, right? <laughs> yep. So I'm kind so of right. Give you the, did we give you the points for that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, I've not played, no. I've thought about it. Um, I often think about but... it, man. I've played one, I played yeah. some of one campaign before, and it was really fun. And it was just, uh, really got to dedicate some time to it to have the most amount of fun with it. Yeah, I think you get out of it what you put into it, and you really need a good dungeon master, right? For sure. And I guess the last thing I'll say is the axolotl, I think, is one of your favorite animals. It is among my favorite animals for sure. Um, just having spent so much time in Mexico, it's like a national symbol in Mexico because it's the only place you find them. Right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, that uh, sums it up. I think I'm feeling good about uh, about my performance there. Are you uh, ready to take on 20 rapid fire questions of your own? I am ready. Okay, let me just get my timer sorted here. I've got three minutes on the clock. One, two, three, go. What are the two official sports of Canada? Lacrosse and hockey. Correct. Auric is to gold as what is to iron? Ferric. Correct. At the beginning of April 2022, who bought a 9% stake in Twitter becoming the largest single shareholder? Elon Musk. Correct. Who was on the receiving end of an open-handed slap at the 2022 Academy Awards? Chris Rock. Correct. What American artist made a splash with his use of a technique that went by several names? Jackson Pollock. Correct. The phrase tilting at windmills, meaning fighting imaginary enemies, originates from what 17th century novel? Uh, uh, Don Quixote. Correct. What word can mean the white part of an egg or the protein contained within it? pass albumin what tennis player won at least one grand slam singles title every year from 1987 to 1996 i guess steffi graf in typography <laughs> in typography what word describes the spacing between individual characters kerning correct what mustachioed actor made a guest appearance on friends as monica's boyfriend mostly in seasons two and three burt reynolds Tom Selleck. Oh, yes. What's the demonym for someone from Glasgow? 
Glasgowian. Glaswegian. Josh Wardle created what online daily game that was recently purchased by the New York Times? Wordle. Correct. In what city did Abraham Lincoln famously start a speech four score and seven years ago? Oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. Pass. Gettysburg. Yeah. A ballistic object follows the path of what conic section? A ballistic object follows the path of what conic section? Oh, a uh, parabola. Correct. In the Amy Tan novel Joy Luck Club, what game do the Green Mothers play? Correct. South of the Coral Sea, what sea separates Australia from New Zealand? The, uh, pass. The Tasman Sea. Tasman Sea. Born in 1913, who was the only U.S. president hailing from California? Uh, Reagan. Richard Nixon. Shoot. What protein gives blood its characteristic red color? Hemoglobin. Correct. What German-American company, founded in 1853 in Manhattan by a piano builder with the first name Heinrich, has sold the most pianos in history? Correct. Steinway and Sons. The Dew Line was a system of radar stations in the North Arctic, set up to detect incoming bombers of the Soviet Union during the Cold War. What does Dew stand for? Double object. Distant early warning. And that's it. That's your 20 questions. I think you did very well, probably even enough for the win. Okay, yeah. Gettysburg address, definitely. That was not a hard question. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I thought that was a bit of a softball. Okay, I'm just going to tally them up here. All right, your total is in. You had 12 of those correct in the rapid fire, plus your two from... The who am I question giving you 14. Just one off the mark here. Just shy. Wow, that was a really good one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I noticed that you immediately knew Mahjong. Are you a fan of the Joy Luck Club? You know what? I've heard of the Joy Luck Club and the Mahjong connection in the trivia sphere for 10 years for some reason they just it always comes up it's mahjong or it's the joy luck club or they ask you what they're playing or which one um the only part i wouldn't be able to answer is the author but yeah it's uh one of those games i think about playing from time to time yeah amy tan is the author i've never read uh the joy luck club or seen the movie um but i have played mahjong on the computer when i was a young (laughs) nice um Richard Nixon, the part that I thought was going to trip you up there was born in 1913. That sounds so early. And then you answered a president that was after Richard Nixon, which surprised me. So I, yeah, Nixon, I think is the one I had in mind. And I blurted out Reagan. And I think it's because of the actor connection. I was like, California, Hollywood, it just all makes sense. It all aligned in my head, but clearly, dang, Nixon. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Um, So do you know what state has the most presidents? Is it Utah or Virginia? So it's not. So yeah, so it's Virginia, but it's only kind of Virginia because if you want to get really nitpicky about it, a lot of the presidents that were born in Virginia were born when Virginia wasn't a state. It was still a colony. So I don't know if you want to, if you want to like split hairs there, (laughs) Uh, there's, there were seven from Ohio and eight from Virginia. Right. Ohio. Yeah. I said Utah. I meant Ohio, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And if I asked you what two presidents were born in the same city and that city was braintree massachusetts would you be able to tell me who those two presidents were uh could it be john adams john quincy adams 
That's right. Yeah, they're, yeah so they're obviously they're really yeah. um something isn't Quincy, Massachusetts a city now? Uh that may very know, well maybe, be true, but, but I'm the American sure. listeners are gonna be so upset by all this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, did you like how cheeky I was with the Jackson love Pollock it. question? When I, I said, loved it. Uh, what artist had made a splash? You didn't even need the rest of the question. The mustachioed actor on Friends, Tom Selleck. I, when I was researching that, I, I just remembered it. I haven't watched Friends in many, many moons, but um, I also thought it was Burt Reynolds for a minute, and I was kind of taken aback when I yeah, I, I could actually picture show. him, and I was like, and then he said Tom Selleck, and I'm like, oh, of course, like, ah, whatever, that's fine. Not the biggest Friends fan, after all. <laughs> yeah, you're obviously the uh, the resident expert on Steinway and Sons. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's funny that a couple different piano companies came to mind, and it just happened to be the right one. Like, it obviously wasn't going to be Yamaha, and it wasn't going to be... Uh... Oh, man, I can't even remember what else came to mind now. But yeah, if it's... God, thank you for giving me Steinway and Sons when I just say Steinway, because I think they just... I don't no, know if they write and Sons on the piano, too. Like, it's just... Almost certainly not. Um yeah for part of my daydreaming involves thinking about being a piano tuner and i don't even know how to play music or anything and i probably can't even tell the difference it just seems like one of those jobs i'd really like well you know what they say you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish <laughs> God, classic <laughs> humor um and then of all people to ask about kerning i knew that you you were gonna get that one yeah i said it slowly because i was like wait is it called kemming as a joke or is it called kemming because kerning is what it looks and i don't kind of flip-flop that for yeah. like a 0.25 seconds and landed on kerning yeah no kemming is definitely <laughs> a joke for sure <laughs> all right oda Tettle. i think that was a, a great format I, th I think we should move forward with having a, a little bit of a mini game first and then some rapid fires after give the give a bit of variety and uh, i had a lot of fun writing the the mini game so i don't know how you feel about that yeah i think i had a lot of fun writing the mini game i liked performing in the mini game and this is maybe a call out to the listeners if you guys have a trivia mini game you'd like us to feature please do send it in where do they send it you can send your suggestions for the mini game or any comments questions errors or trivia categories you'd like us to explore at 2ddt podcast at gmail.com that's 2 the number 2 ddt podcast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.